0: Thanks for listening to the weekly Overflow Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon by Jesse Cup. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy. Good morning, everybody. How are we doing? I'm... I'm gonna. I'm actually I've felt it in my spirit that this season is a season that we really need to focus on on cultivating an awareness, a hunger, an expectancy, and a and a posture for the presence of God to come and increase in our midst. And and I'm I'm gonna. <laughs> I say this, and I hope that I stick to it. I'm gonna do a series called posturing for the presence and the reason i say i hope i can stick to it is because sometimes things pop up that i gotta change the focus that week or something and that may happen but i feel like we're going to spend some time um, really focusing on posturing for the presence that's what this series is going to be called posturing for the presence how many of you know that god wants to bring His, his presence to us and, and how many of you want his presence to come to us more? And God wants it for you more than you want it for yourself. The, the, the reason why we don't experience it at the level that we want to a lot of times has to do with our belief systems, a lot of times it has to do with our lifestyles, a lot of times it has to do with the fact that we're not um, carrying ourselves with the way that the kingdom is designed there 's a culture to the kingdom, and when you when you live the culture of the kingdom, you experience the flow of the kingdom in that way okay and so a lot of, a lot of times the reason why we 're lacking an, an increased sense of his presence it 's not because he 's not wanting to do it it 's not because he 's not ready to do it it 's often because we 're not postured for it properly okay and and I just really feel that I mean, you guys have heard it from the beginning I was planning this church, and I think this is one of the main reasons why some of you have done this journey with us is because we, made it, we try to make it clear that the presence is the most important thing. Okay? doesn't mean that there's not other things we have to focus on because the kingdom has a lot of aspects to it. But if we're not, if we're not doing all those things from the presence, we're kind of missing the point. Amen. And it, it, was a, it was a little while back that I was, I just was in this period of time where I was seeking the Lord, um, realizing that I, I like my life, I like the ministry that we're doing, I love, I love it, actually, I don't want to say I like it, I love it. And I, I love overflowing, I love what God's doing, I love where we're at, but I believe that there's so much more for us. And, and I don't just mean with overflow, but just in general, living kingdom lives. There's so much for us that we're not experiencing yet. And and I just know that there's something between point A and point Z of us seeing that manifested at the level that we want it to. And one of the things that I really felt like the Lord was was talking with me about is I can... I, and this is, I think this goes for all of us. It's not about me singly, okay? Like, we can, we can live a good life as we are right now and, and maintain it well and God's on it and good things are happening. But if we want to see the more, the things that, uh, that, that God promises us that's bigger than what we can produce on our own, with where we're at right now, it's going to take something other than what we're maintaining with at the moment. And I want to say this, that to see the results that we believe that we're going to see and that we believe we're supposed to see, it can really only happen by his presence coming in in a powerful way. Because the things that I'm looking for, I cannot produce. Only he can. But but here's the deal, and I think this is part of that gap between... Where it is and where it needs to get to is that the, we need his presence in more. And, that, and like I was saying, it's not on his side of the equation that he's, hold, that he's withholding it. It's because we need to engage with it the way that it's meant to be engaged with. Amen? So, So it's like he's readily available, but the responsibility is ours. Because, because we, he responds to our faith, and he responds to our obedience accordingly. All right? So I need more presence in my life. I need, I need this presence so much more in my life. I need the Lord to come in so thick, so strong, that when I am engaging in conversation with people about the Word of God, that it, it, it brings transformation in people's lives in ways that maybe it didn't before. Because when people come into the presence of the Lord the way that He wants to, you cannot help but to leave different than you came. Amen? And, and I, we have His presence. I'm not saying we don't. We absolutely do. And Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He'll be with you to the very end. But there's something about us creating an atmosphere that makes him feel welcome in, that he comes in more. He entrusts himself to those who are trustworthy with what he has to give. And he knows that what he has to give is more precious than we can even imagine. And it's the value that we place on it that determines how much he knows that, we, that he can entrust to us. Does that make sense to you? Anybody want more of him? Come on, why don't we just pray for a moment. Lord, we ask you right now to stir our hearts with a faith and a desire for the more of you. And Lord, I don't want, us, I don't want to just preach about your presence, God. I don't want us to just, just to talk about it. I want us to cultivate it and to experience it, to encounter you. So Lord, even in the talking, we want to talk with proactive faith, God. When we listen about it, we want to listen with proactive faith. Lord, move on the words right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. And I want to encourage you guys with the things I'm going to be talking about today. Don't just listen to a message. Jesus loves it when the word is made manifest amongst us. Amen? And I want to I encourage you, like, it's your faith, it's your hunger in the things that are being said that's going to determine its access to your heart and your life. Okay? You, you're going to determine that, but it's being delivered freely. Okay? Um, I, last week, we had, a, we had a streaming service, and I shared with you guys about how, how at Bethel in Reading, they've not been open to have normal church services, and man, I know they're missing that so bad. But lately, in the past several weeks, they've been they set up a tent out on the parking lot, and they've been having nightly prayer meetings out there. And they're just praying the presence in. And and they were just sharing about how his presence, the glory of God, has been filling that tent with such a tangible. Thick presence, precious presence. And it's it's something that they that they haven't experienced at that measure in several years. And I I remember seasons in the past when we were actually out there when some of the Shekinah glory was showing up, that people still reference those moments, and God comes in and and he was staying there in seasons. Like just that thick presence. It's that presence that, that when you come into the room and, and you worship the Lord, like it melts your heart. And, and they said, I, I was told that the presence that's showing up as a default is actually causing unity to happen amongst them. The, the, they probably, there, maybe there's some disjointedness amongst some people. It's like when you come into the presence, you've got to let go of things. Amen? The presence, without even having to say it, kind of demands that we let go of our own systems, our own ideas, our own judgments, to to lay them down because you can't take that stuff into his presence. Amen? And when we let go of all that stuff, and we worship the king and his presence is with us, like hearts are united because we're not united on ideas. We're united around Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. I want more of his presence, guys. I, I want it so bad. And, and that's becoming my priority. I mean, I, I think it always has been, but there's just seasons where you have to focus on things, recalibrating that priority. I, I've noticed in just the people that I love that are in the ministry and they, have, and they walk in miracles and they see massive transformation and, and, and the generals who have gone before us and the power that they walked in, the miracles they walked in, and the, the massive amounts of people that, that repent to the Lord and get their lives yielded to Jesus Christ. I've noticed that one thing that's in common with them is that they live a life cultivating the presence of God. Because you can't, see that kind of result without his presence. Amen? I've been trying to spend a lot of my time just seeking his face, just, just loving on him, soaking in his presence, and, and trying to release all the, the cares of this world and the, the distractions and stuff, and just hone in on his presence. And, and I've been feeling it increasing just in my own personal life. I want more, but it's increasing. And I, I actually, I had a couple of friends that they don't go to Overflow, but they came over the other day. I was really encouraged because at the end, one of them said that from the moment I came into your house, I felt the presence of God in here. And, and we, were, we, we, had a, we had lunch together, and then we went to my office, and that's where I spent a lot of my time I spent a lot of my time in prayer in there and stuff. And we were just having a lot of dialogue, and we prayed together for a little bit and stuff. But he just said, from the moment I've been in here, like, I've just been feeling that, that, Chicago, that, that glorious presence of the Lord in this room. It's just been ministering to my heart this whole time that I've been sitting here. That's amazing. I had no idea he was feeling that. I feel that sometimes. I don't always, but, and I didn't particularly even feel it in the moment. But it was just cool because the Lord was like, hey, this is what you're cultivating. And, and you, might, you might not recognize it all the time, but when other people come into it, if they're sensitive, they feel it. Amen? I want us to be a people of the presence, guys. And, you know, let's be, let's, let's be like Israel, who they, when they were traveling through the wilderness, they camped around the presence. The the tabernacle would get set out there and then all of the different tribes were positioned all the way around it, kind of like the different places on the clock. Centrality was the presence of the Lord. Come on. Everybody's tents were facing that. That's amazing to be centered on his presence. Not on on teachings, not on ideas, on the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you guys with me on this? Why don't we just take a moment and just look in his face right now? Why don't don't you just even close your eyes and and just look in his face right now? And tell him how much you need him. God, we need you. Just tell him, I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need your presence. Need your presence, Lord. Thank you, God. When we started off the year last year, 2020, um, I, I was kind of trying to cast some vision for the year. And praise the Lord, 2020, with all the unforeseens, kinda, it actually kind of put a halt on forward momentum with a lot of that stuff. But, but we've hung in there and pushed through, didn't we, guys? But if you guys can remember, the, when, I off the, when we started off the year... I kept talking to you guys over and over that when you boil down our, our vision statement, our mission statement, you could say it pretty much in three simple thoughts. Does anybody remember what those are? The first, I'll give you a clue to get started. The first one is know God. Know God, build family, change the world. And in that order, know God, build family, change the world. And and we you don't want to do any of those without the preceding one. Okay, know God. When you know God, you can build family rightly. And and our vision statement talks about not just building family, but but raising up a healthy family, of powerful revivalists. And but it's all coming from being people of the presence. And and that's what we need. So in this season, I I want us to really recalibrate to what God was. It has been trying to take us into, and let's focus in right now, No God. Let's focus in on the presence of the Lord. And so this series, again, is, is called Posturing for the Presence. And today, I want to focus in on encountering peace. Encountering peace. I felt like that's where the Lord wanted to start with this. I feel like there's been plenty of To distract our peace. There's been plenty to to divert our attention off of the peaceful face of Jesus Christ onto problems, onto chaos, onto things that can produce anxiety or stress or offense or whatever. But the Lord wants to help us to come to this place where we can release the weighty things off of us. Because if you want to get in His presence, you can't take... The weight of the world into it with you. Amen. You guys doing all right? Yeah. I want to. I want to start off by reading out of Matthew chapter ten. And this was when Jesus gathered his twelve disciples. And actually, I believe this is when it. This might be when it, when he first called them apostles. The twelve apostles. I'm not going to read the whole commission, but I want to get started here. And I'll, I'll start off in, uh, in verse 7. He's telling them to go in twos to the different uh, towns and cities of, of Israel. Verse 7, he says, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. That means the kingdom of heaven is near. Why don't you take a second and put your hand right in front of your face? Don't touch your face, but just right close enough where you can feel it there, but but it's not touching you. The kingdom, can you feel it? Can you feel it in front of you? Does it feel close? The kingdom's closer than that. The kingdom is at hand. Come on. As a matter of fact, I want you to envision where your hand is. Put it back up there again. I want you to and feel it, all right? Now, in your mind, transform that from a hand into the face of God looking at you. He's closer than that. Come on. That's awesome. And and he told them to preach this. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That means that heaven has actually just entered in to your presence. Heaven has just been ushered in right before you. It's staring you in the face. It's looking to get in there. If it's not already in there, it's looking to get in. It's looking for any window of the soul that will open up to him. And, And he goes on, And I want you to think about this. If the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and they're preaching this, that means that they are carriers of his kingdom. and, And they, just like you and I are, are the gatekeepers of heaven on earth. We are gatekeepers of heaven. That means that we're actually fully connected to heaven, and we determine how much of heaven gets released through us. It's in us. Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. It's within you, but you're the gatekeeper of what gets released out to those around you. You determine how much heaven gets released to to the lives of those around you by whether you withhold it or you give it freely. It's in you. It's all in you. It's all in you. And and as he's saying, tell them the kingdom is right in you, right around you, surrounding you. It's, It's before you. And he says, and then he says this as matter-of-factly. Heal the sick. He didn't say try to get the sick healed. He said heal the sick. How would they heal the sick except to know that they carry the kingdom and when they open the gateway, healing has to flow through. Healing is a virtue of heaven. It's the nature of heaven. And it's in us. And we get to release it. Okay? Heal the sick, release the kingdom. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers, release the kingdom. Is there leprosy? Release the kingdom because the kingdom comes and it heals. Leprosy. Bring it. Because when you bring it, there it is. It does what it does if if we partner with it and allow it to. All right? To Jesus, this is a matter of fact. Raise the dead. Are you serious? The kingdom of God is in you. Kingdom is near. Open the gateway of heaven, resurrection flows. Come on. Cast out demons. You open the gateway of heaven, and deliverance flows. It's there. It's in you. It's packaged in you. It's not just packaged in you. You're a gate of heaven. You are a gate of heaven. And it comes through when you know who you are. Amen? It flows. And he said freely you have received, so freely give. You've received the kingdom, and the kingdom is in you. And if you've received the kingdom, freely give it. You're a gateway. You choose if you're going to give it. But since you've freely received it, open it up and let it flow. Come on. And guess what? I could preach on this stuff so much, and I probably will a lot more in a time to come. But that's not my focus because we're not talking about miracles today, although I love it and you love it. But it's about the kingdom within you that you freely received. You're a gateway to release something that he's already filled you with. And you're one with him. You're seated in the heavenly places. And you're walking this earth. You're a gateway to release the place, the shalom atmosphere, the power of God that you, that you live from in the spirit. You release it out. And it does what it does. Come on. I would say, according to your face or your faith. He continues on. He, tell, he talks to him about how to, how to go into the cities, you know, about not taking money with you, uh, stay where you're welcome, all that kind of stuff. but I want to skip down to verse 13. And Jesus told them, "If the household is worthy, let your peace come upon it. Let your peace come upon it." But if it's not worthy, let your peace return to you. And somehow, because you're a carrier of the kingdom of God, the peace of heaven is yours to freely give as you have freely received. The peace of God. And not only is there so much power that's given to us, so much authority that's given to us to be able to release it, I've never tried to do this before, but somehow we actually have the authority to impart it and to retract the impartation from people who do not honor it. That means that we actually get to carry peace and administer it. We get to release it, and we, get a, we can even take it back. Isn't that crazy? Like he's actually given you the power to harness The virtues of heaven you guys okay today okay now here's where i'm going with this freely you have received freely give and peace is is virtues from heaven it's part of the dna of heaven peace and jesus said freely give what you freely received But it's really hard to give away something that you're not receiving. Alright? And the Lord wants us to be ambassadors of His peace. He wants us to be administrators of His peace to release that to people. But we can only give away what we're walking in. You can only give away what you already have. And peace is an interesting thing because we may walk in it powerfully sometimes and then there may be other times when it, when we're not really feeling it. And, and there, it really has to do with that whole stewardship thing of, of being a gatekeeper of heaven and, and about how we're posturing ourselves. I want to tell you that the peace of God comes from His presence. And if we want to encounter His presence He wants us to encounter His peace. Amen? The word peace in the Greek, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but it's the, it's the word irene, irene, E-I-R-E-N-E, irene, and, and the word peace has several different meanings because it's a, it's a holistic word, all right? It means, uh, amongst individual people, it means having peace and harmony with one another, Having peace and harmony. So that means that where there would be discord and offense, the, the, that stuff's got to get worked out so that there can be the reconciling of heart relationship. Okay? And the Lord wants to bring peace to relationships where, where there's problems. Like I was saying in his presence, you've got to let go of things if you want to really go in. Sometimes we have to let go of our hurts and our wounds and our offenses towards one another. Okay? So he wants to bring peace where, where he's healing relationship. The peace, the Irene includes this. Uh, it's a state of peace, of, of inner tranquility. Inner tranquility. I, I often think about that word and think and I just kind of think of like going somewhere in my spirit where there's like this waterfall behind me, and I'm floating in this oasis pool. And, and I'm with Jesus, and I'm just feeling like this serenity, like like there's no care in the world, and, and I just, wow, I feel it right there. Thank you, Lord. Do you guys feel it? <laughs> it's, it's here for you. It's here for you right now. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, just let it flow, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let it flow, Lord. Just where he wants to to alleviate... The, the burdens and the worries and the concerns and, and just give us relief from that. To relieve us from those things so that we can have that tranquil mind and heart. Amen? Part of the holistic package of, of Irene is that it gives you health and, and welfare, prosperity, every kind of good. And it brings wholeness and soundness, well being. Come on. It's a powerful word. It's everything that Jesus accomplished on the cross to give to us. That as we've been born again and resurrected with Christ, that we've been given a new creation. We've been made a new creation. We're new creatures. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new in Christ. They're the nature of Jesus, the, the Prince of Peace, himself, if you're born again, he lives inside of you, and he's the most serene spirit ever, and he wants our spirits to be engaged with that union of him to where we have to release all the, the cares and the concerns and the weights to let that peace flood us and to fill us. Come on. Some of the most powerful people are the most peaceful people. Amen? <clears throat> Irene is the is the Greek version of the Hebrew word shalom. It's the same. They're both the all-encompassing package of everything that Jesus accomplished on the cross to restore us spirit, soul, body, Relationally, family, prosperity, all of it, whole package. He wants to release shalom, irene, peace. Whoa. (laughs) He's in here right now. Lord, release it, God, in Jesus' name. Once again, I want to encourage you guys, don't just listen to me talking. I want you to receive because I'm just talking the Bible, and he releases virtue. Just receive the virtue of that peace and let it go into every part, every level of who you are. And I just, the, the reason why I'm reading this passage when he was sending them out, freely have received, freely give, the kingdom is within you. It's, it's in your midst. And he says, he says that you can give peace, but you have to first receive something and to give it. And, and I feel like the Lord wants us to focus on being really good receivers of the peace of God. Because we minister to others most powerfully when we're walking in the thing we're trying to give to them. That's why we're called overflow. Because we want it to fill us first so much that it's pouring out to those around us. So I feel like the Lord is going to minister peace to us today. But I want to actually go over to the next chapter, Matthew 11, from the context of the peace is actually the nature of the kingdom that's inside of you right now. That he's given you full access to draw from his peace. To, to draw in that serenity, that tranquility. The Lord wants to give you that today. And we're going to go down to Matthew eleven 25. I'm going to finish out the chapter with that. <clears throat> There's so many things that could be said on this stuff. I'm going to focus where we're going. He said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and the prudent and have revealed them to babes. Once again, I want to say, if you want the things that God has to give you, you've got to let go of something. And, and a lot of times we have to let go of our knowledge and our, our pride our our self ability. We got to we got to release those things and become like babes that were are in full need of of Him coverness. Amen. Amen. Even so, Father, for it has seemed good in Your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Father except the, no one, sorry no one knows the Son except the Father. No one or, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Come on. Jesus came into this earth to reveal the Father. And he wants to reveal him to you. He wants to reveal him to you. Jesus is the one who reveals the Father to us. And he goes on from talking about revealing the Father to you. He goes right from there to verse 28. Now just think about this. I want to reveal the Father to you. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. See, what we're getting ready to read right now is in the context of Jesus wants to give the Father to you. All right? Come to me, all you who labor. Or, or all you who have become weary, all of you who are heavy laden, or burdened. That can be heavy laden can come from excessive hard work. It can also come from carrying burdens and, and being weighed down by the cares and worries of this world and this life. Okay, the concerns, the things that weigh on you. He says, come to me. If you're you're exhausted, if you're worn out, you're, you're worn down and you have burdens and things that are weighing on you, come to me. Come to me. And I will give you rest. I will give you rest. Jesus loves seeing you at rest. He loves it. He wants to see you living from a place at rest, all right? It's usually not his fault when we, when we exit out of that lifestyle. It's usually not him who caused it, all right? I'll, I'll actually venture to say it's never him who caused it, okay? Come to me. I will. He didn't say, I'll try to give you rest. He said, I will. I will give you rest, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. So turn your eyes off of that stuff that's wearing you down. All the stuff that's burdening your heart, you've got to let it go. Let it go. You've got to release it so that you can let the thing that he carries land on you. Okay? Let, that he can place his hand on you. He can put his kingdom on you. Release those other things so that the thing that you need can come. I'm going to give you peace. I'm going to give you rest. Okay? Got to let it go. I'm feeling and flowing right now. I hope you are too. Let it, let it go. Take my yoke upon you. How do you take his yoke upon you except that you got to let go of the one you're carrying first? Let it go. What's bothering you? What's weighing you down? What are the, what are the burdens that you're carrying? What are the things that are giving you anxiety? What are the things that are making you stressed? What are the things that are still in your peace? What are the things that are taking too much of your time? Release it to him. And you can do it right now. You can do it right now. If you're you're feeling any of that stuff, Feel free right now to do a prophetic act and just, like, with your hands, just pick it up and throw it off to him. If you need to do it, like, just take a moment. It's okay, because his presence is here right now. He wants to minister to people right now. Thank you, Lord. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. See, the Lord is actually, He takes it from I will give you rest to you will be able to find rest. So where we needed Him to come and give it to us, He's actually trying to take us farther to say, I'm actually giving you the power for you to be able to find it anytime you need it. You will find rest for your souls. Thank you, Lord. He gives you the power to find rest for your soul. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. He wants to to shift the burdens. Whatever weighs you down, release it to him. Let him put his rest upon you. And and that word rest in the Greek is anapao. Anapao is how you say it. I I listened to an audio clip so I can say that right. Anapao. (laughs) It means to rest, to refresh. It means to cause or permit one to cease from any movement or labor in order to recover and collect his strength. Come on. To give rest, to refresh, to give oneself rest, to take rest. It means to keep quiet, of calm and patient expectation. Patient expectation. The Lord wants us to rest in Him. And I think that we are usually... Our biggest enemy, when it comes to not being rested. Okay. The Lord wants us to release our burdens so that we can receive His Irene Shalom peace. You've heard that, you've heard the term "let go and let God." Well, let go of something. If you want more of Him, what do you need to let go of? He, he's gonna. He, I feel like there's. It's almost like things on us to have. It's almost like connected in tendons or something. He wants to snip those and let them just float off. Amen? Amen. Amen. First Peter 5, 6 through 7 says, Therefore, humble yourselves. Got to let go of something. Humble yourselves. Let go of something. Okay? Under the mighty hand of God, coming into his presence... Let go of something that you can come low so you can enter into the presence under the mighty hand of God. All right? That he may exalt you in due time. He's going he's to do something powerful in you in the right time. But you've got to cast all your care upon him for he cares for you. Cast your care upon him. He cares for you. He cares for you. Release your cares to Him. He's 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 ready to receive it from you, and He's ready to exchange it with Irene peace. Amen. You guys doing okay? In Philippians four, it talks about. It says. It says rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. And it says if if you have. It says, do not be anxious for anything. That's easier said than done. Do not be anxious for anything. How do you not be anxious for anything? Well, it goes on. It says, by prayers and supplications and thanksgivings, make your requests known to Him. So the Lord actually wants you to cast your cares upon Him because He cares for you. So whatever causes anxiety, it's not like shame on you. You're anxious. It's more like, You don't have to stay there. The Lord cares about whatever that thing is, and he wants you to release it to him. Pray it. Supplications and prayers with thanksgiving. Why why with thanksgiving? Because we want to show him that we're thankful because we believe that he's going to respond to this. Okay? And, And then it says, the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart in your mind the peace that surpasses all understanding you you won't even understand it and and you may you may be trying to grapple with something with your understanding so much and he might actually be saying hey let it go let it go if you if you can't solve this one or maybe you think you can but it's causing anxiety, maybe you need to let it go. Release it to him. Cast your cares upon him. He cares for you. And the peace that goes way beyond what you think you understand or even try to understand. It's way past that. He's going to put it on you so much that it'll actually help protect your mind and your heart from getting caught up in all that anxiety all over again. You can stay in that rested place. That place that Jesus was inviting us to, where we take his yoke upon us, he's trying to bring us into that, that waterfall tranquility, intimate experience with him. That where, where He becomes our refuge. The Bible talks about the refuge, where we can hide in him when we're surrounded by every enemy that ever want to try to persecute us or kill us or destroy our lives. We hid, we're hidden in him And there's peace, there's perfect peace in that place. Amen? Be anxious for nothing. You might have plenty of reasons to be anxious, but be anxious for nothing. Humble yourself. Come low. Let that stuff go under the mighty hand of God. Come into the, the refuge of his presence. Release that stuff. Come in. I'll give you the uh, you come into my sanctuary. I give you sanctity. I, I will give you peace that you can't even understand or imagine. You don't have to figure it all out. Come in. Amen? It's flowing right now. I feel it right now. Thank you, Lord. You have to release those anxieties. And, and you, don't just, you don't just release the anxieties and it's, it's not just like, oh, I'm not anxious anymore. No, it's actually looking and beholding him, recognizing him as a person who can handle what's weighing you down. Trusting him that he can handle this thing and that he can take care of you and he can take care of the problem. Trusting him. Letting him shoulder the weight so you don't have to anymore. Letting it go. Taking that yoke off. Putting it on him. Letting him give you his yoke. It's light and easy what he's doing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'll I'll, I'll be wrapping up in, in a few minutes here, but Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, one of the most famous Proverbs out there. I've been really meditating on this one this week had plenty of things to be anxious about, plenty of things to be stressed about, plenty of things to try to solve and figure out, and I find that the more I stew on those things, the more stressed and anxious I get. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Well, I actually want to make a a sign to put above my door in my office that has the scripture on it, because I feel like it's... It's a constant recalibration. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. To trust in Him means that you can release it to Him and have a rested heart in the thing that you're trusting Him with. Trust in the Lord. With all your heart. What if you're trusting Him with certain things, but there's this other thing subconsciously that keeps triggering you? You might not be trusting Him with all your heart. You might be trusting it with part of your heart. But what about that thing? He wants you to release it to Him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not, this is the hard one lean not on your own understanding. In other words, trust that God's thoughts are higher than yours and his ways are beyond yours and that he, he can handle this thing beyond whatever you think you need to do to handle it. He wants you to release it to him, even if, even if you've got to let go of your right to understanding. Okay, and, and, and I've heard Bill Johnson many times say that if you want a peace that surpasses all understanding, you have to give up your right to understand. Sometimes God wants us to release things to him and say, hey, I'm taking my hands off now. I, I, I trust that you've got this thing. I, every time I get my hand on it, I start getting anxious. Every time I try to start doing it my way, I start messing it up and and it turns out to be stressful or it causes more problems. He wants us to trust in the Lord with all our heart and to lean not on our own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. That means that whatever it is you're trying to figure out or trying to do, that you always stop and you look to the Lord and say, Lord, where are you at in this? What are you saying about this? What are you doing in this thing? Are you in this? What if it felt like you would have been in it, logically, because I'm leaning on my understanding, my understanding would say that this is something you probably would be doing, but what if I actually look and acknowledge you and I see that you're not even in it at all? Am I willing to let that go to realign to see where he's at? Because if I have to hold on to this thing, I'm probably not trusting him with all my heart. I'm probably not not letting go of my own understanding I'm probably not acknowledging him in that way. Amen. But what if he's in it, but he's doing it differently than the way I thought he should be? God trust in the Lord. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. I just think it's amazing, because that passage right there goes right there with that Philippians' four passage. "Be anxious for nothing. But in all things, with prayer and supplications, make your request known to the Lord with thanksgiving. And he will give you the peace that surpasses understanding. Lean not on your own understanding. He'll give you peace that goes beyond that. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I've been been really trying to practice this lately. When I'm feeling that stuff, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to pause for a little bit. Sometimes I have to, sometimes when I know there's all these different things I have to do that's pressing me, I have to say, hey, that's not, that can't consume my attention right now. I've got to put it off to the side. I've got to create some moments when I can let that stuff go and focus on him. And when that stuff tries to come to my mind, I have to, I have to hone myself in. No." Nope not going to focus, look to you. And, And I've got to always try to remember, he's the God of peace. His presence is peace. And he wants to be with me. And he doesn't want anything to crowd his space out, to distract me away from him. And if I give him my attention, I've been feeling his presence coming in really sweet. And I've been feeling like, Heaven's been raining on me, like literally feeling like rain coming down on me from heaven. It feels like it just keeps flowing down. It's almost like heaven is brooding over me. I'm just feeling that. I feel it right now even. Thank you, Lord. But the Lord wants us to, to... This is about posturing for the presence, right? And there's a responsibility on our part. If you want His presence to increase in your life, you've got to approach it His way, not your way. And the Lord wants us to take responsibility to protect our heart and our mind and to release the things that try to interfere with that peace coming in because that's where His presence is coming from. Amen? I want you guys right now... you to, I just want you to look to the Lord right now. And if, if you connect with Him better standing, then feel free to stand. If you connect better sitting, then sit. If you connect better kneeling, kneel. If you want to lay down on the floor, I'm good with that. Whatever you connect best with Him on. But I want you to connect with Him And just ask him, am I carrying any weights on me that are hindering my ability to receive your presence and your peace the way you want me to? Just ask him to show you that. (laughs) Are there any concerns I have? Are there any beliefs I have are there any heart postures towards people that I have are there any sins that I have or anything that, that would interfere with my ability to receive your presence like you want to to, to, to receive this Irene Shalom peace and just let them, let them connect with your heart for a moment Jesus wants to reveal the Father to you. And let me tell you, that the Father, this is his heart. (laughs) The best way to know the Father is to know him from this place of restful peace. All right? And I want to read over you guys again as, as you're connecting with the Lord. I'm going to read this passage, the Matthew 11 passage, but I'm going to read it to you in the Passion Translation. I declare a, couple, a few things over you, and I want you guys just to connect with the Lord on this. <clears throat> then Jesus exclaimed, Father, thank you, for you are Lord, the supreme ruler over heaven and earth, and you have hidden the great revelation of your authority from those who are proud and wise in their own eyes. That's another thing that we might have to release to the Lord, pride and, and our wisdom in our own eyes. Instead, you have shared it with those who humble themselves. Yes, Father, your plan delights your heart, and you've chosen this way to extend your kingdom by giving it to to those who have become like trusting children. You have entrusted me with all that you are and all that you have. No one fully and intimately knows the Son except the Father. And no one fully and intimately knows the Father except the Son. But the Son is able to unveil the Father to anyone he chooses. By the way, he chooses you. Are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. Let me say it again come to me i will refresh your life for i am your oasis simply join your life with mine learn my ways and discover that i'm gentle humble easy to please wow you will find refreshment and rest in me for all that i require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. If it's burdensome, it's probably not what he's doing. I want to invite you guys right now to encounter the Father as Jesus reveals him to you. A real key to receiving peace is to hear what the Father has to say to you father speaks to you he always brings peace with it he's a good father he's a good father here are some things that I believe the father wants you to hear from him right now take this into your heart I am with you I am with you By the way, these things will really help you get in His presence. I am with you. You are okay. Hear the Father say that to you. You are okay. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. I've got this. I've got this, I've got you, I've got you, I've got your back, I am good with you, I think some people need to hear that, I'm good with you. we love you so much. Holy Spirit, I ask you just to release your presence over everybody right now. Fill us, Lord, with that Irene Shalom holistic peace of God, Lord. Fill us, Lord. Give us tranquility of mind and heart, Lord. God, because that's where it starts, Lord. It can, it can flow outward to all the other places, God, in our bodies and, and in our relationships and in our <laughs> finances, our workplaces, Lord, but it's got to fill us, Lord, first. Lord, your kingdom includes your peace, God, and, and you said that we bring your kingdom, God. It's in our midst. And you said freely give what you have freely received, Lord. We want to receive now. We want to receive peace. Fill our hearts, Lord. I ask you, God, anything that distracts or weighs or burdens anyone, Lord, that you'll lift it now and just minister rest. ultimately we just want to come into your presence more, we want your presence to surround us more and to fill us more we invite you God to just increase the tangibility God take us deeper Lord we need you can you guys just take a moment and just tell the Lord how you need him Just tell him in your own personal way, just tell him your need for him. And just tell him what you released him right now. Anything that that you carry that, that needs to be exchanged for that peace, just tell him and release it to him. Thank you, Lord.